In total points, he is third. In total rebounds, he is fifth. In total assists, he is third. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to your favorite sports podcast, Shirts versus Skins. We are on to episode 49 with some great content for you guys today. Uh, first of all, we do want to say thank you for all the support you guys are showing on all our videos. Uh, we've been getting crazy clicks. I know a couple of our videos have hit 5,000 views now, not even counting YouTube. So thank you for that. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be talking some NBA, talking about the league. And uh, I mean, we saw a 71 perform point performance from Donovan Mitchell. There are some questions to be asked with all these 40, 50, 60 point performances going on recently. So uh talk about the nfl talk about the unfortunate circumstance that happened in the bills game uh and finish with some footy talk about the former goat finishing his career in saudi arabia so let's start right out with the nba uh we we kind of want to put a highlight on uh well the discussion is mainly going to be about is the nba kind of becoming worse uh we're seeing players literally consistently post 40, 50-point performances. 30-point performances are, like, not even – that's, like, a norm. Like, if your best player on your team isn't posting up 30, then there's an issue, you know what I mean? Uh, let's talk about it. What do you guys think? Is is the league just – defense doesn't matter anymore? Let's see who scores the more, most points. Um, are players getting better because – that, the reality is players are shooting better. That's There's a truth to that. So what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, definitely like a combination of both. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. Like, nobody nobody plays defense in the league. I, I can count, I, like, maybe like five or ten guys that actually play defense. Um, <clears throat> and, I, I mean, definitely, like, in terms, in terms of talent, like, what the league has never been, I mean, bro, like, guys you never heard of a drop in 20 you know so it's been like that for a while um but yeah i mean 71 points i mean donovan mitchell take a bow that was sensational uh i think i think like he accounted for 99 points that entire game also had 11 assists you know which is ridiculous uh an absolute master class um and also i think that same night clay thompson dropped 54 you know uh i think uh Somebody else had 45, you know, it's, this is like, I mean, if you're betting, you know, you definitely know what's going on and stuff like that, but it's ridiculous. Like these guys are truly playing like my career out there, you know? Um, and yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's crazy. Donovan Mitchell though, 71, like, that's like, how the fuck do you score 71 yeah, and a professional that, Keep NBA that number team. in mind. Cause once after the team speaks, I have some words for you, so. <laughs> I probably, I, I probably, what, 1971, what bro? What? 1971? Is that what you're going to say? What does that even mean? I'm so confused right now. That's, that's well, the, last I know time what it, the next one in the championship. No. I wasn't. Yo, it's well, funny how you like, would... it's funny how you like know that by heart because the, I know they won it like fucking five billion years ago. Or back whatever, to back, but, 70, 70. Um, 
Oh, could be. Mm, congratulations. Congratulations. Were, were you even like, was your dad even born when that happened? Bro, bro? I, like, I, I literally am not even bragging about it. Like, I'm just giving you that, that, that fucking I damn, know. that damn I, banner and the rafters are fucking straight dusty, bro. Blow that shit straight avalanche. Anyways, anyways, uh, listen, talking about that performance, Donovan Mitchell, all credit to the guy. Uh, absolutely amazing player, amazing player, someone that I've touted and love a lot. Um, obviously, I see a guy like him, and I see a lot of Dwayne Wade in him. Uh, the way he he's so agile, the way he's so explosive to attack the rim, just overall how he looks. Obviously, he's a better shooter than Dwayne Wade, but you know, as the game evolves, like we talk about, he's a, he has to be a better shooter than Dwayne Wade. But um, seventy one's insane. Seventy one's insane for any player. For any player, Donovan Mitchell, you know, somebody that a lot of people don't really like regard him as like a top ten player. Don't really regard him as like a top five player. For him to do that just shows him that he's there. He's on the cusp. I think he's a player that can win a championship as a number one in the future in this mm-hmm. league if you put him in the right situation. I think Utah, you know, I think Utah was kind of unlucky. Um, I think he just needed a, a true number two scorer because I obviously, you know, someone like me, I love Go Gobert. I thought he was a like he was a good player. I think he gets a lot of criticism, unwanted criticism, for he does his job. But I think him as a second option was never you were never gonna win anything with him, especially on the offensive end. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you can see him now. Timberwolves is kind of it's a weird it's a weird mix right now, there. So, but Donovan Mitchell, seventy seventy one. Uh, what eleven assists, right? Eight. Mm-hmm. He was almost there for a triple double. Oh my I think god! A couple, can you imagine a seventy point that's triple that, double, bro? Holy that, shit! That, that, oh. It was just crazy, just crazy. So, and then it just brings me back to think of someone like Kobe Bryant scoring eighty-one in a whole different NBA without overtime. Like Kobe Bryant, man, what a, what an amazing player! Uh, I mean, Somebody, you know, we we love him, uh, of course. We we know this exactly. So, but going to what Yoni brought up, the NBA, how it is. I mean, this is what we know. We know how the game is nowadays. I've said it, I think, last week where I'm looking at the NBA, not for nothing. I'm not, it, it, it's cool on paper. It's cool. Like, it, on paper, I, sh- we should enjoy this stuff, right? 70, 60 from Luca, like a couple, couple weeks ago or a week ago. Oh, a couple that, days that ago, game against the Knicks, that was, guys, oh my guy, Joel and Bead. No, that was, that was amazing. That was amazing. What the fuck? You have Joel and Bead getting like fucking 38 and 20 and shit like that. Like, I'm pretty sure you just under, I'm pretty sure Giannis has yeah, scored had, 40 and, yeah, and like three straight and 20 games. rebounds. Yep. And, yeah, and then the 20 oh, rebounds is some insane sh- stat line. Like, throughout the NBA, you're seeing this stuff. But to me, I- I'm sorry. Maybe it's just a very – it's just my opinion. Maybe I'm a little biased. But I'm. it doesn't really – it's not entertaining. It's not. Because how what I grew up in, I grew up in the NBA where, you know, it wasn't just three, three, three. It wasn't just spacing. It wasn't just run and dunk. It wasn't easy buckets, you know. Obviously, I do agree with what you only said in the beginning. I think it definitely is players getting better, correct? But I think the way the NBA is going is that they're willing to give up easy buckets to go back at you and score. I mean, what was this Oklahoma City Thunder game? I, I think they put up a hundred and fifty. Yeah, against Celtics. On the Celtics. With no shy Gilkers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is just ridiculous yeah, five stuff guys where 20 points. 
which is like, wow, that's great. I like that. You know, for not for it's a good team oriented win. A lot of players, like you said, five guys over twenty. But in in actuality, when you really watch these games, it's not really. If you're seeing it every night, it's not entertaining. I remember when we're seeing forty five point games from guys, and we were like, whoa, yeah, like, like it was something forty that, and, and it was and memorable. I was, like, I was I was about to yeah against mind. Miami, right? Yeah. Against Miami in the playoffs. Obviously, in the playoffs, crazy. stuff is is yeah. more. You know, amplified and stuff like that. But back in the day, we used to see these these games and these performances of players like once in a while, and then we're like, "Wow, I can like now I can't like like I said, Juan B can have thirty eight and twenty. I can't point it out, you know. It's so like I think game. I think it does diminish yeah. exactly. It does diminish diminish those <clears throat> memorable games. Obviously, it depends now. Because obviously, a guy like Luka Doncic, that game against the Knicks, well, you're always going to like remember that because it's just complete domination from a player. Obviously, not for nothing, was anybody watching that Cleveland game? I was. No. Nobody. I was. Stop. I swear no. to God, I was. I swear to God, the I was. The whole game? I, I, I watched. No, I tuned in in the fourth quarter. And uh, okay. well, I mean, I, I tuned in the fourth quarter as well when he I, had 60 or something, whatever. No, no, no. Once he hit that, once he hit the game tying shot, I, I saw that. Like that was well before he got was even close to seventy one, uh, but that was just because I was like fucking around trying to see like like I I didn't tune in to watch him you know or that game, so we I get guess it, bro. You're watching the Mother Rose and you're sad. We get it. Yeah, it's okay. No, but bro, I just want to point out something though, right? If you look at the NBA scoring leaders by seasons. The numbers right now aren't like crazy. What do you mean? Like in what sense, yeah. Kobe Bryant in 2006 35. No, no, yeah, but Tracy McGrady in 03 32. Like right now, yeah, yeah if, but if like you look that's, at the scoring leaders. No, no. But how many Luka guys? Donch but how many guys? 34. I know. That's what I'm saying. But how many guys in the NBA today average more than 25? I think I think almost every team has one guy that averaged over. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, and, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like back then, is that, a, is that a statistical anomaly though? No, no, that's that's just oh, like this is the NBA. This is how it's transitioned. Like, exactly. This is so well, like everything is no uh, defense. Exactly. Teams come out offense sells. They're not playing defense anymore. Yes, offense sells. They're not. I think this is the thing. I think defense-oriented teams are not successful nowadays. I think you need teams that can are able to score so much and are able to get a stop here and there. That's how you win championships nowadays. I'm perfectly Look example. at the Warriors. Yeah, go ahead. Knicks had a had like a top five defense, right? Yeah. Scrapped, crawled every single game. Got to the playoffs, got exposed because because in the playoffs everybody plays defense, but you obviously yeah. need some uh, some offense. Exactly. I mean, obviously, I think the closest team right now probably Boston. You know, Boston. they play defense. They're a good yeah, defensive good. team. But, you know, they have super – exactly. They're a great overall balanced team. Miami in the playoffs last year, very close to going that. Um, but, yeah, this is, look at the Warriors last season. I mean, they were able to get stops in in key moments in games where where it helps them when you got a guy like Curry who's going to bang it out. Jordan Poole who's going to get you points in here and there. Clay, Clay Thompson is going to do so. I just think this is the transition of the of the NBA. Is it entertaining? I think it's you know it's it's opinion based. Uh, to me, it's not. Like I said before, I like the mid two thousands NBA, early two thousand tens NBA, where you know I miss the mid range. I love the mid range. The mid range was like beauty. 
Oh. You know? And obviously now after the Warriors, Steph Curry type influence that he had in NBA where street point shooting or bust. And um that's that's the point. I just think it me. takes away. Yeah, exactly. Curry, I just bro. think Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. This is why, you know, when we talk about Steph Curry all time, I think you have to put him no influence wise. Top ten. Influence wise is top two. Five, top, like easy. Three, top two, three, top three, five. five. Yeah, for sure. Jordan. I'm saying like I think that, that, that I yeah. mean Jordan, Jordan, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron, Iverson, Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, Shaq. I think Jordan, you know, Shaq, Allen Iverson, Allen Iverson. Oh my God, what he had about wise. is like uh, yeah, for sure. But I think also accounts into where you rank him all time, and you see how the NBA is is because of Curry, and uh, maybe people can argue maybe that's a bad thing, <laughs> you know, but. This is it. This is sports in every level and every sport in the world. There's always transitional errors with some predominant, like act or whatever. What about James Harden, man? Is dominant. With fouls. Yeah, but that's we're bro, seeing that's more free throw. Crazy. We're more people going to the free throw line than ever, and I think James look at Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, dude. I remember when I went last year to watch Brooklyn Nets and the Sixers. I looked at Joel Embiid. I'm like, oh my god, this guy is fucking gigantic, dude. Jai fucking Gantz. Nobody can oh. stop this guy. Oh, and to see him flop and cry for fouls, it's like embarrassing, dude. It's embarrassing. Because really? obviously we love a guy like Shaquille O'Neal who straight dominated. Joel Embiid can oh. do that. And if anything, he's more skilled than fucking uh, than Is it his Shaq, fault, You know? Is it it's his not. fault or is it the it's officiating not. It's fault? Just, like I said, I truly think James Harden is just as I don't blame these guys. This era as Steph Curry. In terms of getting to the free throw line, it, it because Curry Curry's a lot of guys do that, bro. Right, a lot and of I guys think do that. overall, I remember Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Dwayne Wade used to do that pump fake. Chris Paul, Motherfuckers Chris, always jumping that shit. Oh, Paul, bro, Paul George is still jumping. Pump fake, he's a exactly, exactly. And Chris Paul is like a sicko. Like he's a, he's a yeah. psychopath out there. Like guys, bro, there's there's dudes out yeah. there who who just who just know the game, know these small little things, yeah. and then smart. Do you? Bl- I don't blame them at all. I it's don't. Smart, you know? smart. They take right? advantage of the rules and whatever. It's smart. You can say diminishes. Yeah. I really don't. Honestly, it, it's it's not a problem with me. And of course, James Harden. I mean, like I said, we brought up guys in the past that took advantage of rules, but James Harden, of course, took it to another level. You know, he t- gets criticism for that. I think it doesn't take away from an, the amazing player that he is, and he was for for these years. And um, yeah. So. Anyways, so I wanted to ask you guys a question since we're talking about all these fucking multi-fucking, these crazy stat lines that come out, right? Of course, I think it's very early, right? What is it? Are we January? I mean, we do not have the all-star break yet, but yeah, considering awesome. the level of play that's going on right now, who do you guys have as the front runner for the MVP? I know it's early, like I said, but this, the race, this well, race is fucking... Exactly. Exactly. Now you have like at least like five other guys that have okay. a real case for winning it. I so think I want to hear you guys' so, opinion. Who do you guys have it? Personally, I think it's so hard to argue so against hard. Luka Doncic. So hard. I think I there's think players there. There I mean, you can argue of, but dude like he... It's yeah, yeah. Yeah, how yeah. important is this guy to this team? You have Jason Tatum, obviously, who's good, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you have a great team yeah. around him. One of the be- probably the best team in the NBA, bro. Like, 
like, come on, bro. The Celtics are crazy good when you look at their team, man. And Jason Tatum, the, don't get me wrong, is that guy, bro. But the reason, Luka Doncic, yeah. his Mavericks team, they're all right. Not bad. But you take Luka Doncic out of that team, bro, and Wembenyama, welcome bad. to Dallas, bro. So... I think I think he's so so like it depends, you know. MVP is always a, a matter of what you value. I think when it comes to how much value this guy brings to a team personally, nobody matches yeah. that. Like maybe Giannis, Joel oh, Embiid stop, with the Sixers bro, team. Stop. But bro, like I love I love Luca. Luca is truly like next up. Like he is um, an amazing amazing basketball player already. But like, bro, I can make a case that like his style of basketball and what he does, and maybe it's not even his fault. Maybe it's the coach, but the amount like he has the ball entirely too much. Like it's it's a like okay, right now the the four seed twenty two and sixteen, right? But I mean, last year I was very high on them because I liked the way like I mean, bro, they were like a top five defensive team somehow. But that squad, you got you got like six nine guys playing center, and they're a top five That's defensive team. So and, and you have Luka Doncic, uh, like who's who's, a, who's amazing. So I really thought you know maybe maybe if they get the right matchup, especially they can they can go far. Well, they made it to the Western Conference Finals, you know. But I, I bro, I just think that like first of all, this team is like terrible. Christian Wood, Spencer Dinwiddie, that like I feel bad for Luka in that regard. They're they're, they're twenty two wins. I know they're like. Like not even to be like crazy, like fucking disrespectful to them. No, they're, they're actually good basketball. Good. They're they're good basketball players, but like, like you cannot win a championship with that. No, not even close. Not even close. No, sure. Like, and everybody close. knows no, that. No. I agree. And so, like, in terms of being the most valuable player, right? And 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 yeah, you take them off, they're trash. But like, if a lot of guys are like that, and in my opinion, like. Yeah, he's amazing, but he almost hurts them. You're seeing with Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson was like okay there. Like you're seeing like Jalen Brunson. Can you imagine if they actually try to almost share the ball? Jalen Brunson's a fucking good basketball player, bro. He's a uh, good basketball. Bro, Jalen Brunson yo, is a. I want you to look Luca in the eyes as a coach and tell him, bro, we need you to share the ball with Jalen Brunson, bro. Yo, yo. What? I don't know what you've been watching. No, 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 no. Jalen Brunson, bro. What? No, 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 no. Jalen no, Brunson's no, no. not an all-star Wait, player. So, bro. first of all, you don't tell Luka Doncic I want you to share the ball equally with yes, someone who's you, not all-star caliber. You guys caliber. gotta stop doing this to me, bro. You guys gotta stop doing this to me, bro. Are, are you gonna argue that no, Jalen Brunson absolutely. is all-star? He's gonna make the all-star right. team this year, you fucking moron. He's gonna make this all-star <laughs> team this year. Bro. Well, 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 I have to have to see What are you talking about? He's not an all-star player. He's gonna make the all-star team this year. Stop it. My goodness. Man. I don't know. Now, we'll see what you saw what he did in the playoffs. Good. You saw what he did in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. He went absolutely. He yes. was like, at times, bro, he was out. Look, uh, yeah, he was out. He looked, uh, yeah, say it. He, he was. Bunch, dropped 41. Kept he them, was. kept them in that series. Dropped 41. Bro, don't, don't tell me. I, I'm not saying that he's, he, he like, you can win a championship with that. But I'm saying that's far better. And I'm saying, imagine they shared it. You're seeing right now, Jalen Brunson, like, he's a fantastic basketball player. I just think that. Luca, yeah, he puts up crazy, crazy numbers. He is an amazing basketball player. I love him. Like he, he is next up. But, like, he's got to fix that. Like, he has the ball way too much. Like, he, like not even LeBron had the ball like that. I mean, like he's he needs some help. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but like, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's why he's not my MVP right now. I think, like, like Jokic makes everybody better around him. 
everybody better. And he puts up the same stats and and they're and they're ahead. Like Jokic. I know, I know like he's got two in a row. Nobody wants to give him his third. I'm not saying he's he's the like front runner and he's gonna win it easy again this year. But how is it not like Jokic or or how is he not like up there? Jokic is fantastic. MB, what he's doing right now, like Maxi was out, Harden was out for a little bit. Uh, MB putting up crazy stats. Obviously, Giannis is always going to be up there. Tatum always going to be um, up there. I will say, a guy who I believe has played almost every game last year was my pick to win the MVP if he just stays healthy. That was Kevin Durant. And you're seeing it right now. You're seeing it right now, Kevin Durant, with this Nets team. The guy the guy shows up every night, puts up his, his 27, 7-7, seven seven, right? Does what he has to do, clutch. And they're winning. They look fantastic. Kyrie's back as well. Uh, obviously, you know, like if he's playing, he's fucking 50, 40, and 90. He's amazing. So those guys right there, I think Kevin Durant is definitely the most underrated MVP out there. Like, bro, he's, as long as he's healthy, he's always going to be right there. You know what's funny, though? Yes. Kevin Durant, I miss anybody, ass, Kevin Durant, that ass might not even end up being a starter for the All Star team. No, 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 no. What are you crazy? What? What's over? crazy? Tatum, Whoa, Giannis, and Embiid. Home? You think it's that crazy that he doesn't? Okay, uh, first he'll of all, over, really he'll get like, over Tatum. I don't think he'll get over Tatum, but he'll get over like he'll Embiid. Get over. He'll get over so. Embiid. See, he'll you guys both have different opinions on this. I'm telling you, bro, it's a possibility. Don't act like it's There's not. There's no way that Ke- that's like that's like LeBron in the West not starting this year. Nah, Katie, Katie will start. So I'm glad you said Kevin Durant, uh, because he's somebody that you know. Obviously, I highly, I, I fucking love that guy. I think he's the best player in the NBA. Uh, I think, I think we're showing, we're, we're seeing this Nets team blossom and showing that what they could be now that Steve Nash is gone. And I think <laughs> we've all said it, and I've been so adamant about that. I said it. Steve Nash is the problem. Got him out. Jacques Vaughn, amazing, amazing coach this guy is. So happy he's there. Is he, bro? Obviously, as a, I think he's an amazing coach. I think he does. I, I Listen, he's not one of the best coaches in the NBA, but what you have and what, what players that he has, he's doing perfect. I think he's a great man manager with them, and he's letting them play. Letting them play, and they're playing a very good style. He's helping putting Ben Simmons in a situation where not a lot is really put on him on the offensive side and just let him do what he's best at. Right, but that's not that's a that's a discussion for another time. We'll see. Maybe we, we could talk about NBA championships, uh, you know, predictions or whatever. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Durant, it's it's so unfortunate because Kevin Durant will never win MVP. Will never win MVP. I think all the backlash, all the all the criticism, all the I think the NBA media hates him. I think I think the NBA media will never give him his credit. I agree with that. Ever uh, with him and his Twitter stuff and what he says I about. Think- you know, last year NBA media all the time playing on the Nets, being friends with Kyrie. I think that definitely definitely plays a big problem. I think last year, yes, I agree, but nobody was year, telling him he was the front runner. Nobody was saying know, he was the front runner. I mean, bro, everybody knew. Like, NBA if you're fans watching game- were watching, but but this is what I'm trying to say. NBA fans were. I was saying he's the he's the MVP. Me too. Obviously, got hurt and all that stuff, but NBA media was it was, was, it was, it was Durant, Embiid, Fox, and Jokic. Yeah. And then it was it was Embiid. Yeah, I agree, but the, listen to what I'm saying. 
NBA media were not saying that. NBA media throughout the season was saying Jokic and B, that's the thing. That's who should win and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Right? So I think Kevin Durant hey, I mean, will always, always get play. discredited. The new guy. Exactly. And Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant should have won probably MVP in uh, his first year in the Warriors, 2016, mm. in my opinion. You know, I think he should have won it there, but, you know, he was never going to get it. Obviously, joining the Warriors and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of politics that gets involved. That's why when we talk about frontrunners, in my opinion, the best player of MVP is Jokic. By far. By far. This guy's an amazing player. Plays for a great team. I've I've been a fan of Jokic. I think he deserved MVP last year and the year before that. And I think he should get the third one. Should three-peat. That's three-peating MVP is fucking insane. Bird, this guy, bro. Jokic. Just, just just a sensational player. But when you look at it and when you look at the history of the MVP, I don't think they're going to give it to him three times. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I think Luka Doncic will win it if if he keeps doing what he's doing. I think Luka well, will honestly, win it. Honestly, if Jokic wants NBA it, is after him. if Jokic wants it, he'll get it. He'll get it again if he wants it. Yeah, I'm telling he you, can. he can make it like not even a discussion for sure. Yeah. I think if he can eclipse, like maybe he can get closer to like 30 points a game. Obviously, the his ridiculous. Bro, he's gonna average a triple fucking, double. He's gonna average a triple 10, double as a 10, center. Ten, yeah, as a center, one in one, one point four block. I mean steals. You know, amazing shooting uh, splits. You know, he's he's an amazing player. Listen, like I said, I think he is the MVP. Nuggets but I don't first, think he's gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 24 wins. Luca's right there at 22. And Luca's been playing insane. What is he? 30? Of course. Luca's fucking 34, 9, and 9, basically. Oof. 34, 9, and 9. Come on. It's Come crazy. on. And, and, and like I said, this Dallas team was looking really shaky before. And Luca's taking that. So when you look at the most valuable player, you know, Luca's there. And of course, Joel and B, like we were talking about, fucking amazing player he is. Or of course, in my opinion, a top five player in NBA, uh, when he's healthy. Giannis, you know, he's always gonna be up there. Kevin Durant, like we said, Jason Tame, like we said. I think Donovan Mitchell put himself in that in that area, especially the way he's been playing for, for Cleveland. And of course, no, of course, I think those guys, I think from I think top three should be Jokic, Luka, Kevin Durant, in my opinion. I okay. think that should be top three. And then okay. you have Embiid, and then you have Giannis. Jason Tatum. Okay. No, I think Jason Tatum over over Giannis. And okay. then honestly, I yeah. And then then you put Giannis, yo, and then you yo. got guys like Tatum. I think you got guys like Mitchell, Zion. Unfortunately, I was gonna say, hurt. I was just gonna say yeah. Zion, bro. And Telvin he just got Johnson, hurt. So it's... Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck yeah, sure. Obviously joking, but he's had a good season. You know, John Morant uh, up there, but. It, it's a very tight race, and in the, in, the, in the top, it's fucking tight. I'm looking at, um, like, betting odds and stuff like that, and I seen that fucking Embiid actually went down. Like, his odds went down. He just put up, like, what, 30? Kevin Durant, 28 and one half. So, funny enough, we're talking about him, how how insane he's been playing. Uh, a guy like Julius Randle's playing good. Obviously, he'll never be an MVP, Brace. But, uh, Yeah. It's just uh, the NBA is very weird right now. Since there's since a lot talk- going on. Since we're talking about Kevin Durant, yeah, uh, and you kind of brought it up, do you think he's overhated by the media? Like, of course, is he course. unjustly oh, yes, hated? We're talking about a guy who yes. went to the Warriors, right, and won as their best player. That's a fact. Uh, came to the Nets, has them looking decent. You th- like. 
Overhated. Ahmed's face is hilarious. Like, of course he's overhated. Why of though? Course. Why? I, I bro, because look he's at a, the fucking player he is. God, he's a little bit. That's it. Sh- 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 shut it, bro. Shut it. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I'm not when saying he's I one disagree. of the best. Bro, I'm not saying if I you're disagree. A basketball like, fan, I know, I know, I know, I know. Fan and you he watch can do Kevin whatever Durant. the fuck he wants because this is life. And he's one of the best players in the NBA. He comes out and does his fucking job. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. So he could join a team that's probably the most dominant dynasty ever. Bro, and we gotta overlook listen, it because he's good at basketball. Agree. That was a that that move was fucking garbage. Let's fucking move on. How long ago was that? But he's been moved on. How fucking long? Seven years? I don't think so. I know a lot of people first that all, are still mad that he's made. He first of all, Kevin Durant still hasn't moved on, right? And and he'll never move on. I think he unless does. he unless he wins a championship with the Nets, because you don't leave the Warriors because Draymond like fucking calls you a bitch. You leave the Warriors because you sure. you hear you hear everybody saying that you you still don't have a real ring or or. As uh, like whatever Charles Barkley said, um, no, no, uh, riding the the coattail, yeah, yeah whatever. No, no, I listen. That stuff I understand, and I think a guy like Kevin Durant definitely, he's a, he knows, bro. He knows NBA. He knows the game. He knows legacies. He he he. he bro, all this guy does is like basketball, basketball, basketball. Wakes up, basketball. and that's why I, he doesn't like, do anything. I else love, I love that. Like, I love that. But like, he's such. Like, a, we need more like, of those guys. Then. I, uh, yeah, I think he is sensitive. Facts. I think he does. Okay, but sensitive. I think he, Twitter, Twitter fingers, Twitter like fingers. that. That's, that's kind of cool, crazy. Bro. like that. That's I mean, I, I, honestly, I I don't even think. I honestly, I don't even think he's sensitive doing that shit. I think he's just a bored guy. Like I would do that. Yeah, not for nothing. I, I think. I think. I, like, oh, what was it recently? I think it was. He's a regular human oh, being, bro. You know, you know how yeah. Russell Wilson. I believe. Uh, they were he like on social media. The team was like retweeting his teammates, like coming out and defending him, and people were like, "What the yeah. fuck?" Like, just, like, bro, if if people are gonna hate, why can't these players defend themselves? Like, I don't see millions of people, bro. Like, yeah, like millions, millions of people of can people come out of hate, and Kevin Durant can't come out and be like, it's not. "Shut the fuck up!" Like, the numbers it's speak not. for themselves and whatever. Yeah, bro. Like, I hate when people are. Oh, should be professional, blah blah. Okay, fuck that, fuck bro. You make millions of dollars. It's, it's so not funny. a regular yeah, yeah. job. These guys, these guys are not living. This is not a regular job. They're getting paid millions. They can do a lot of things that a lot of people can't do. You know, yeah, bro, he's not like a role role model or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, he doesn't. He doesn't player. want to. Yo, you don't need he's a basketball player if bro. you don't want to. He wants. Facts, he wants right. to play basketball and get money, and and that's straight, it. Straight that's up, what he's doing, bro. Good. Like, like that. That that's cool. But so looking at the NBA media. The basketball terms, he still hasn't won an NBA championship. Where I like, agree, that's he's the criticism. He's especially the franchise guy, and that's a shame yeah. because Kevin Durant, in terms of talent, is is arguably the greatest of of, of all time, talent wise. Or like that's that's how good seven yeah. foot can do anything offensively yeah, he, and defensively. He, he got to a level where he was um, pretty damn good as well. So it's a shame, and I think okay, whatever. He had Westbrook, he had Harden, and all this. Like, let's go, bro. You have Kyrie Irving. Like, you got a squad now. You better win an NBA championship soon, yeah. real soon. All this nonsense about like getting swept yeah. by the Celtics with Jason Tatum and and, and Jalen Brown. That's hilarious, bro. He, he's too good for that. He's yeah, that too great tough. for that. So he's got to win a real championship, and that's it. I agree. Yeah, no, no, for sure, definitely. I mean, we talked about the Nets. How this could be one of the biggest failures in NBA history. Uh, listen. 
I said it. it I think Nash was a huge part of part of the reason. No, it's like one championship. No, 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 no. Good. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant is what we're talking about when we say uh, greatest failure. Like them three. But even even without that even pissed without, me off. I'm not even Harden. I mean, no, like, I, it, it was definitely a should show when I never even without Kevin uh, James Harden coming. It's a pretty big failure. KD Kyrie coming to Brooklyn after all the shit they've been through, and to them to go and fuck up like they did. Listen, I think the Boston series was definitely fucking just it hurt me. It hurt me, even though I think that team dealt with a lot of injuries. By the way. I mean, <laughs> from Brooklyn, you fucking hater, bro. Yo, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Hate, yeah. So actually, not that. anymore. Whatever. So uh, not anymore. Not anymore. Shut up. And then, um, so yeah. What was I saying? Uh, Brooklyn Nets. So, but then, yo, I I tell people all the time. I've told people all the time. Look at that box series. Kevin Durant put up like 38, bro. Get over it. He almost won the game. He won game six by himself. He almost won game seven by himself. First of all, he game of the line. One all all, all, all I remember. The, yeah, he's finals, tired. Pretty much. Come on, man. Yeah, he's tired. He's tired. And he, he had played a... fucking 50 minutes. All I remember is an air ball with that game on the line. Of course. Of course, you're a hater. That's all I've heard. Of course, you're going to remember that. I'm bringing out facts. Listen, just to round off the NBA discussion, uh, so that we move on to NFL, two things. First of all, I looked up the single-game scoring leaders, like, and the New York Knicks, like, get shit on so often, bro. It's actually crazy. You guys are, like... In like the top first of all, I've been saying this. It's I think I think there's a like a trend on on like on on Twitter of like guys who've come into the garden and dropped a career high. You can probably go find that right now. Of course, of course, we no names coming in dropping thirty. Dude, this is what it is. Talk about Madison Square Garden. Like the Knicks haven't did anything good there. It's no, no. I'm saying like like nobody talks about how like it's the Knicks in the garden. I'm everybody talks about the garden. Like that's the place for basketball. Yeah, that's the place to ball out on the Knicks and drop like fifty on their dome. But if the Knicks are balling, and the Knicks are in the Garden, then it's nothing, nothing better. It's It's a jungle. (laughs) The problem is that doesn't happen. Oh, last year, oh, two years ago. Actually, every night. I want you to find. I bet you can find more career high games, more career high games for players Ah. in the Garden than playoff wins for the Knicks in the past twenty years. Nah, yo, Yoni. Yeah, facts. You know, I, I agree. But, you know, I, I would think, like, you bringing up that stat. You think the way that I met was talking about Jalen Brunson, like, they, they would be way better, right? What are you talking Since about? this guy's an offensive scorer, like, he's he's the best player ever, that Luka Doncic should share the ball with him. Oh, yeah. So. Who said Luka that he's Doncic the greatest player of all Luka time? Luka Doncic should cede the court to Jalen Brunson. Let Jalen <laughs> Brunson cook. Get it trending on fucking Twitter. Bottom. Let Jalen Brunson cook. Yeah, let him cook. Trade trade are, Brunson for Doncic. Uh, the second thing, shit, listen. The second thing I wanted to say, um, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook, bro, all time, bro. We gotta give this man some respect. I'm looking at I'm active talking. active career leaders right now. In total points, he is third. In total rebounds, he is respect. fifth. In total assists, he is third. Haters. This dude is a monster. Haters. Only LeBron James. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is hold on say that again. Haters. In total points for total career active leaders right now. Yes. LeBron, KD, then Westbrook when it comes to scoring. LeBron, DeAndre Jordan, Kevin Love, Al Horford, and then Westbrook is fifth in rebounds. Total assists, it's Chris amazing. Paul, LeBron, Westbrook. This, this guy is a monster. He's an amazing player. He's a, he's I think an I, iconic player. 
Right. I Del- think even 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 now. Bell Hall of Famer. I think even for sure, hundred percent easily for now. Now, currently in NBA, forget about what he's done. Like people, will, people will forget real easy. What he's now in NBA? What he on the Lakers? He's a great player. Still, still but playing good. Of course, good, he's yeah. a scapegoat. He's a scapegoat. Of course, they because that's how that's how he's been. It's it's very disrespectful. What people have done have said about Westbrook for the last couple of years. I think at Houston, he was amazing. He got hurt oh. in the playoffs, and people like to use that. I think Wizards took him to the playoffs. Didn't no, that run is Yeah, he took carried him, carried him. So people are very disrespectful about him. Very disrespectful. And um, he's such an amazing player. He, it, it just sucks. I hate when players like like, because he's so easy to pick on. That's why he is. A guy like he Russell is. Russell he is. How he acts in NBA. Yeah, I mean, how he, he plays in the side of the back. I'll tell you this right now. No, for sure. It's easy. Yeah, it's easy for. But he's not afraid to take those shots. That's what I'm saying. He's willing to go through negative criticism from fans to try and help his team win. Okay, he's playing bad. Fine. But look at the Lakers. The Lakers put him in. Everybody with a fucking brain knew that the fucking Westbrook to Lakers trade did not make sense. It was stupid. Did not make sense. It had. It was dumb. It was dumb. It was dumb. Bro, people, I'm pretty sure. People stole, did it happen oh after God. we started a podcast? Like, what? Imagine. Yeah, draft night. yeah. Westbrook sharing the ball with LeBron James, bro. Westbrook needs the ball, bro. And, you, and you're like, LeBron. First of all, LeBron's needs the ball. LeBron was supposed to share the ball like ten years ago. Like he still, he, he still got the ball, bro. Like he's always gonna have the ball. That's LeBron I mean, James. I mean, exactly. That's why I try and tell people all the time. Like people, like LeBron James is always gonna put up that's looking amazing stats when he has the ball. Exactly. And I think you can win the championship for that if you're good enough. And um, I think it's different. Obviously, I think Russ Westbrook's big criticism was, I don't think he can ever win a championship as the number one guy the way he plays. And I think that's valid. Uh, even look at his experience and everything. But he's never had, never gotten a fair shake. I think obviously him and Kevin Durant, they were close. They were close, and they kind of sold in 2016. And you were thinking like, okay, fine, 2017, come back, you guys come. And obviously Kevin Durant left, and him and Paul George and stuff like that. You know, Paul George's criticism at in Oklahoma, and um. I think he's had an he's been he, he's had an unfair shake and it's funny it's funny Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook both players are on the same team they both leave and it it's like they're kind of similar in the sense that they get overhated go overhated yeah, so for funny. shit that and and yo you could even say Harden too yeah. Harden kind of gets overhated too that yeah. whole group of players like yeah. everybody mm-hmm. just loves shitting on you know yeah. why they were genuinely like that outside team at that time yeah. like everybody was like. Who the fuck yeah. supports OKC? Why is OKC beating my team? <laughs> they shouldn't be beating my team. Yeah. And they did. They beat yeah. people's teams and, like, everybody just took that hate with them. Like, Westbrook, yeah. bro, Westbrook was, like, come on, bro. Two seasons averaging a triple-double. And people were like, this Dude. is great. But, like, that's all-time. Like, that's all-time greatest season, Dude, bro. Triple that's crazy. doubled when MVP. He it's was crazy. insane. He was Insane year, and um, all yeah. three of them have been. Could you brought that up? Honestly. Even though I fucking hate Harden, but yeah, all three of them have been overhated. <laughs> Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, yeah, James Harden. I fucking hate Harden, but they've all, it, all, no, all been overhated. I hate Harden because I'm an asshole. Um, anyway, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, I'll let one of you guys take gear talking about the Demar Hamlin situation. Um, that happened on Monday. So that live? Uh, Tigo? No. Uh, Usually I'm I'm rare because I had a fantasy game going on, and usually when there's a big fantasy game, I don't really watch. I just like put my phone away. I'm like I bet whatever. 
So uh, I just looked at Twitter, and usually on Twitter, people like to joke around when there's like a bad injury, and they're like, "Yo, some guy died." Like they joke around, like it's a joke. Obviously, it's not a joke. So can't tell someone died, but they joke around. And I, I was seeing Twitter at that time. I'm like, I bet this guy probably got hurt. And as I was keep watching and keep just looking at the, my my timeline and stuff like that, people were actually like, "Yo, this guy's still on the field." Holy shit, this guy, this and that. I think he's seriously. And then, like, met it, met it. And it's showing the teams crying and stuff like that. And it was just insane. And I looked at a highlight of the play. And I'm like, what the hell happened? I'm like, this doesn't look like anything crazy. In, in the sense that it seemed like a routine play in, in the NFL. But obviously, the way he fell was scary. And the way the, they had to do CPR on him. And the way the... It just reminded me a lot of... Erickson in uh, oh, yeah. the years. The same way the med- medical team came so quick. Yo, like we said about Erickson, shout out to the medical personnel. Very, that probably very, saved his life. Very important. Quick people, response. Right out. Came in, saved his life. His teammates, he... his teammates. Yeah, his teammates. Bro. His teammates, you know. In both cases, yeah. in both cases, they were able to restore the heartbeat. Like, Erickson was literally exactly, dead right. for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not that's that many details have come out about Hamlet yet, but th- there was a restoration of the heartbeat. He, yeah. he, yes, he didn't have a field. heartbeat at one point. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and they were actively providing him with oxygen. I mean, just some of what I'm reading here. Uh, heartbeat was restored. Uh, he's on a ventilator, but like, because he's yeah. struggling to breathe on his own. He was only resuscitated yeah. once. But he's having trouble, like, because of it, uh, with, like, he's having some strain on his lungs due to the cardiac arrest that he suffered. So, they're saying he suffered a cardiac arrest. They don't know why, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, it, like you said, it's very yeah. similar to Erickson. And, it like, obviously, we, bro, like, we hope this dude's okay. It's amazing what everybody's doing with this foundation. Sure. The amount of donations pouring in. Um, but I also he seems think, like a... Yeah, he seems like a great guy. I mean, I'm seeing videos all over about like just him just being a very charitable dude. He's very young, yeah, bro. Like, young kid. You know, it, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. It's it's sucks. I was gonna say how he seemed like a genuine nice guy. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know personally stuff like that. I don't wish this on anyone. A young kid for this to happen in uh in the NFL. And when you look at it, Monday night game, uh, fantasy football final for a lot of folks with a lot of key players on both teams. This should potentially the biggest game of the year. Regular, exactly. And for this to happen, the amount of people that were watching this, it it, it was unprecedented. Like I, I I I've never seen anything like this. For them to suspend the game and not even like that whole situation where they they're not even gonna play it this week. Which is the good call. I can't I believe that, the NFL wanted them to warm up and play, bro. That's crazy. I mean, that's what I, they say. I think I I listen. I would say this. I think them, um. Stopping the game was the right call. Um, but you know, you gotta look at it from a business standpoint. As as sad as it is, listen, I'm I, you gotta take into account human emotions. These guys are humans, both on the buffalo, people are literally crying. How can people keep it going? But looking at it from the from a business side of point, millions of dollars are on the line. Now, what's gonna happen with scheduling? What's gonna happen with the playoffs? At some point, you know, you gotta you gotta resume it. You know, you get what I'm saying. I think Skip they Bayless kind of made that. They point did with his, restart. With his tweet. They did restart the Erickson game. 
Yeah. Like, literally exactly. right after. But That's what I'm saying. But I there's mean, a difference, I though. I, I, they knew Erickson was yeah. okay. Yeah, like, Erickson like, was bro, not like, in critical there was, condition. There was a, bro, honestly, I, like, I really thought, like, like, there was a point, like, after the game, where, like, I really thought, like, the, the worst was going to happen. And, like, my, like, my reaction to the whole thing was, like, it's like, okay, he went down. It happens all the time. We see it. We saw it with Tua. You know, goes back down, but he doesn't come back up. And like, you see his teammates, bro. And and, the te- and bro, shout out to the teammates. I think it was Dawkins, number thirty on on, on the Bills. Um, that's not Jordan Poyer. I don't know who that is. I don't know if that's Michael High, but whatever. Bro, his teammates, bro. Like, that's what a teammate's all about. Like recognizing when, and especially in football. Like especially this year, you're seeing. I don't know. I don't know why this year you're seeing a lot of guys go down. With some nasty injuries, oh, yeah. and you're to, seeing uh, it, and, and Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, a couple yeah. guys, I think, uh, Juju Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. And 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 teammates now are like, like way more, uh, like, uh, what's the, what's the word? Like, uh, like now they know, like, and shit like that. But like, man, bro, I really thought like there was a point where I really thought the worst was gonna happen, and like there was no doubt about it that they had to stop the game because. To your point, they we didn't know, like we didn't know what was gonna happen. If 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 like like usually when, like like when this shit happens, um, the player eventually gets up, thumbs up, you know, stadium goes crazy, and we're back to football. Nah, bro, this was different. This was uh like, like you had to make sure that this guy like didn't just lose his life on the field, and you're just gonna go back and play. Like that's just that's a mockery. That's a disgrace. So, um. But to your point, guys like Skip Bayless, stuff like that, I think, like, they were trying to say that. People, like, I mean, this is just, like, what people are today. I think, It was like, a very emotional you, time. Yeah, was, emotional time. Was... But, and people just, just read, like, top. I mean, I, I'm I'm guilty of this. This shit happens to, to everyone. You know, like, they just look at, at the Skip first. Skip Bayless's like, next tweet was yeah, literally, like. Yeah, exactly. exactly. guy's help. Yeah, you know so. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but uh, obviously, people praise like, to him. Like, I, I think people love to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I think people lo- really like to take the like the high moral ground when stuff like this happens, and uh, I think it was really unfair for Skip, even though I don't think he was, I don't think he had anything malicious to say. I think he was just looking at it from my standpoint, I guess, where it's like, it's a big game, bro. Like now they're saying they might now they say they're not even gonna play this week. Now what are you gonna do? You're gonna play it after like week nineteen or some shit? Like and then how are they gonna like work out the playoffs? You know? Are they gonna do it a week after the game? They do it after week eighteen? Like they're gonna have a week nineteen game? No, no, so I mean now uh, it's a very tricky part. Just gonna move listen, it's like up a wild card or something. That's that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. But then now there's, they're going to take away a break from, like, the championship games to the Super Bowl. Because you know how there's a week break between the championship games. Yeah, but they also games. have the Pro Bowl. So, like, they can just move the Pro Bowl back. Or just get rid of the Pro Bowl, bro. Let me give it a damn. It's a skills competition. That's even worse. Um, Nobody really yeah. gives a fuck about that bullshit. That's what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, listen, praise up to praise to him. Hopefully he recovers well. Hopefully we hear good news. Um, listen, the football in the world is behind him. So hopefully, there's positive energy and uh, yeah, sporting world. 
uh, is behind him, and hopefully all this positive energy from people, maybe he'll get it out. If uh, so, yeah. The same, uh, the same positive signs. So, we hope for the best. That's good. Um, That's always good. Listen, I do want to say this though: when situations like this happen, it's time to like conduct investigations. Like, why are things happening? You know what I mean? Like oh. when with the Erickson when the Erickson thing happened, I was very adamant. They are overworking these yeah. footballers, and footballers agreed. Yeah. The yeah. soccer, as in uh, whatever, and uh, now. I'm not the craziest NFL fan, but could they be overworking these players? It's something that they got to look into. A lot of people are saying it's likely uh, commotio cordis, which is like when you get yeah. hit in the chest mad hard. Yeah. And that's what I thought. When you get oh. hit in the chest mad hard and that affects the uh, electrical impulse. And, I yeah. mean, Without that's doubt, what it looked opinion, like. That's what happened. Exactly. So, I, I, yeah. Higgins is, is six-something, 200 pounds. That's a yeah. big dude. He like, got hit straight in the chest, chest with that helmet. So, I don't th- – like, I do think they need to look into it. I don't think that is why, but they should never take – like, they should never look at a situation and say, thank God he's okay, let's keep going. You know what I mean? It should always be like, thank God he's okay, how do we prevent this from happening again? So – For sure. I really sure. Yeah, no, that, that that's a great. I mean, that's that's a football, great, bro. That's football. Point, like, but I was just combat. gonna bring it up. This, this is football. These guys know what they sign up for. True. With everything that's that's been, you know, in the in in the news in the media for the last like ten years about CTE and stuff like that. So these guys should know by now. You know, you know what you're getting into. You're getting paid big money to do this sport that you played since a kid, and obviously, you know. What a what a crazy situation that was. I mean, we never seen something like that, but you can never rule anything out. I mean, look at Tua's situation. Some some people were saying, obviously, Twitter doctors were saying this guy might never walk again, hmm. considering what happened. Obviously, wrong. But this those are real possibilities in NFL. It's it's a very violent sport. It is. It, it, you have two hundred something pound freak athletes. Like we talked about, the biggest, best athletes in the world running for coming speed. at you <laughs> to kill you. What There's the no guard. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They don't care if you like. They're trying to kill you regardless. You know, obviously T Higgins. I don't think he did it on purpose. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, of course not. But th- that's that's running. football. And uh, scary situation like this happens. I think scary situations like this can happen in any sport. You know, that's what I'm saying. If if you land wrong, if something happens, well, you could fucking. You know, we've seen it so many times in soccer where guys just faints and just like, you know. And um, it is what it is. I, I think these guys know what they get into. And um, it's a, it's just a scary situation for everybody involved. I hope the family going well. So we'll see. I don't think there's anything like, you know, crazy behind what happened with this. But I do agree. They need to investigate so it can not happen again. Yeah. But even then, it's like, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to put padding on outside no, of the helmet? No, I mean, system? obviously, there's cases where, you know, you can't. Well, padding well, outside of the helmets, the you know, I, I genuinely, like, I think, like, why don't they do that? Padding on the helmets, on the outside. Because, okay. You got to look cool, bro. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, right? Walk safety. For safety-wise, you can't have just a safe helmet. It's like, I was just reading this. If you put a pillow over your hand and smash it with a hammer, it's going to hurt more than if you put a clipboard over your hand and smash it with a hammer. But if you put the padding on top of the hard shell, 
I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I think NFL you should talk helmets. To, uh, the NFL. Yeah, bro. Like I, I feel like they really don't give a fuck. They well, don't. I think maybe, maybe going forward, they need to do something around the chest area. You know, they yeah. do have like the vet. Well, they have to put the fucking whatever that was called. But maybe they got to do something around that. And um, it's it's, it's tough. It, it it it's not easy to come out and say what should have happened. How do we prevent this? How do we do this? In hindsight. And uh, it's just you just we just gotta hope he's he's good. Yeah, and, uh, that's the yeah. most important thing. Um, Seriously. Moving on. Uh, you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, maybe Ahmed might not be too happy with this conversation. Giants are playoff bound, ladies and gentlemen. The Jets are not. Um, anybody gonna say I we'll told you so or? I, I'm so upset that this happened. Look at Tigo. He's so happy right now. I know of course I'm happy. happy. I, mean, I, bet, I bet turned off his camera because he's crying or something. Definitely. He has, you know, it's funny. He has Zach Wilson as his profile picture. That's crazy. Disgusting. Take that off. So, anyways, I'll be the happy guy. Obviously, New York Giants are back in the playoffs. been a very long time. The curse is broken. The yacht photo. Odell Beckham on a yacht with fucking Timberland boots. The curse is over. The Giants in the playoffs where we belong, where we deserve something <coughs> that even I as a Giants fan did not expect. But it just goes to show that that dabble, dabble is 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 what we needed for a very long time. Perfect, perfect guy for this group of players, for this city, for this team. For this organization, for him to come in with the coaching staff to absolutely improve what we had to improve a guy like Daniel Jones, who deserves all the res- you know positive respects, to improve this team, to make great moves in the offseason, to draft well. It's just, it's just, I love it. I love it. And I, I was doubting this team even when we were like 7-1. I was, I thought we were going to make the playoffs at that point, but I didn't think the team was as good as I thought they were. Obviously, there was a moment where we were losing, what, three games in a row where I thought, yo, we might not even make the playoffs. You did. Oldest. You did. You said it on an episode. You were like, and, I don't and, think we make the playoffs, so. It was, it was scary. It was, I mean, you had the Cowboys playing well. You had the Redskins playing well. Like, like I said last week or two weeks ago, that that Washington game was huge to win. That was the biggest game of the season. Obviously, you can make the Colts game was in the season. And I looked at it and we were talking about the schedule. And I'm like, Minnesota, I'm like, I thought we could beat them. Obviously they 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 handled us. But I said that Colts game is easy win. I don't the Colts were not that good and we got it done win the fucking playoffs, man. And uh listen. In in football, if you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. If the team locks in, if Daniel Jones plays well, if the defense locks in, anything can happen in this sport. So, and the Giants are not, you know, they're about this. Go look at the last two Super Bowls. Nobody expected them to do anything. You never know with this guy and Dable, Coach Adair, by far. So I'm very happy about the outlook of this team. And uh, can't wait, can't wait for the playoffs. So, I think we have Minnesota or something like that. So, 
I'll, I'll take that. I'll take Minnesota all day. Go ahead, man. I mean, uh, congrats to the Giants. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I could, I could, I could see here. I, I can tell you guys that they uh faced pretty much. I mean, very easy schedule. Um, that was pretty evident. You know, they started off seven and one. Um, I, I've never seen a team go to the playoffs with one win in the division. The Giants are, are going to do that. Um, and, and it speaks to just bro. I mean, Brian Dable like. There were uh, a lot of games that he like that team was not supposed to win a lot of games, a lot of games, and 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 Brian Dable, uh, I mean, just having a guy who knows what he's doing, can like is is huge. Like once you have a real football head coach, it's it, like your whole your whole uh, franchise is gonna change. Um, you imagine, bro, and, and like Daniel Jones playing his best football when it matters. Um, even got like a prime time win. Uh, obviously Saquon back at his best, having like a Pro Bowl type year. Um, so like the best happened for them, like best case scenario. Um, and Minnesota, come on, bro, like, like that's that's the matchup you want. Um, so yeah, Giants definitely without a doubt, hell of a season. It would have been a disaster if they somehow didn't make the playoffs. And in my opinion, I really thought like, like how the schedule was looking that. They were gonna just miss out, and and Washington was playing better. Washington collapsed. They I don't know what they're doing. Rob Rivera fucking starting a new uh, fucking quarterback every week. Um, but yeah, Giants without a doubt having a fantastic season. And uh, like you said, bro, this is this is how the Giants win the Super Bowl. Nobody nobody sees it coming. Giants always find a way. So see what happens down the line. Uh, in terms of the other side, Jets obviously it was a uh, when uh two two wins and you're in and now uh obviously that disaster class on Thursday uh against Jacksonville. I mean talk about being so hyped for a game. D game, one of the biggest games in Jets maybe maybe in ten years or or maybe since that, that Buffalo game in uh twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, whatever it was. Huge game for us and then Zach Wilson just tossed our whole hope right out the window. Guy that don't know what he's doing out there. Uh unprepared. Uh like like just like I don't know what to say really, you know? And it was it was play calling too. You know, like you run the ball first on first down three consecutive drives. You know, it's like what are we doing? You're starting off two and nine. Uh of like a second and nine. It's 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 very, you know, like uh, like the Adam Gase days. So it's frustrating. But again, you have Zach Wilson under, so what can you really do? Uh, you know, season on the line, they're bringing in guys like fucking Chase Schriever, like guys who guys are playing in the CFL. You know, season's on the line. It's a, it's insane. Um, yeah, obviously Mike White could come back. He he's obviously hurt, and even at his best, he's not an elite quarterback. Uh, he's a very good quarterback, but he's, you know, like when you got to compare him to Zach Wilson. He's obviously going to be a very good quarterback. Um, so I think uh, Jets, uh, like, it's it's definitely a great season um, because, like, nobody expected this. Uh, and, I mean, talk about young talent. Jets are as good as anybody. So I think once we get a quarterback, if we get a uh, fucking quarterback this summer, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, whoever it is, 
maybe maybe it's a it's a young guy. Um, we'll see who it is. But like I said, just get a real quarterback. I'll see you in the AFC Championship game next year. So see what happens. Yeah, so uh, get someone. Uh, I'm not gonna dwell on it a lot. I think I kind of you know I'm gonna rephrase and say again what I, I said uh, a couple episodes ago. But I, I think. I think the Jets team is a very young team, and they have a great, great future ahead of them. I think they're just a quarterback away from actually being a legit team in the AFC. So uh, we'll see what happens this offseason. I think, you know, I think the Jets uh, organization have done good so far, and I think they will go ahead and realize that, you know, Zach Wilson's not the guy. Uh, and you need to be able to accept your mistakes. Uh, I think a lot of you know managers, organizations uh, throughout sports don't are not able to you know admit that they're wrong. But I think the Jets will understand that, and then they'll be like, you know, Zach Wilson's not the guy. We were the second round pick on the guy, uh, and he's not the guy. So they're gonna go out and get the guy, whether like you said, it's Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, uh, all these star star quarterbacks that are out and available. So. I think I have a bright future, and uh, I'll be very, you know, in tune and focusing on what they do in the future, especially this offseason. Yeah. Um, so. Jets stink. Giants stink a little less. Uh, okay. stink, stink enough to make the playoffs, so. Okay. Yes. Bye bye first round. Anyway, um let's move on to some soccer, some footy. Uh first of all, right off the bat, let's just talk about it. Cristiano Ronaldo, uh to Al Nassar yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Um he first of all, the highest paid sports contract in the history of sports ever. Ever at, at thirty eight years old. Um let let's just let's just talk about the fact that people are somehow hating on this happening. At thirty eight years old, Cristiano Ronaldo is being paid the highest paid sports contract in history of every sport all across the board. LeBron James never got a contract this big in his prime. Michael Jordan never got a contract this big in his prime. Lionel Messi never got a contract this big in his prime. And yet Cristiano Ronaldo doing it at the tail end of his career is getting criticized for what? At 35 years old, Cristiano Ronaldo was a top goal scorer of Juventus. But because he's not performing like a 35-year-old Messi all of a sudden, this is like embarrassing. It's a failure. You can call Messi the GOAT, which all of us here agree. You know, it's hard to disagree with it now. Without hating on Ronaldo, bro. At 38 years old, he's playing for a team that I've been saying he's contracted to possibly play in the Champions League next season. Not even possibly no, likely. That's false. How do you know it's false? He said he said my time in Europe is done. I'm done in Europe. I'm not playing in Europe again. Trust me, bro. Trust me. Castle, he he said a lot of things. That's, he that's said a lot of things. Well, he supposedly he, that's false. Yeah, that's, that's false. I think, first of all, the clause Castle was Newcastle's wrong. No, that, that that clause is not a real thing. I think Eddie Howe came out and said there's no close up. So really? that's dead. Now, yeah. yeah. Now, you know, bro, you, to say he's done in Europe, I, 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 I disagree. Oh, I, no way, bro. I disagree. I think if a team, this is what I think Ronaldo did. 
me and Ronaldo were friends. Uh, I think, I think he did have offers to go to another European team in the Champions League. I think he did, but obviously it was a team that probably wasn't going to go far. Could have been probably one of the Portuguese team there in a uh, Champions League, or just you know one of the lower tier teams in the Champions League. I think he definitely had offers, uh, uh, you know, in the United States and stuff like that. Obviously, he took the best financial offer. And also, I think the offer to go to that league to gain his confidence back, to gain his form back, to eventually come back to Europe. I think that's his plan. I think as insane as it might be for him to come back to a team at like 39, 40, we've seen crazier things. I think this could be something similar to like Slatan, where Slatan was at United, got the 20 CL, went to uh, MLS, came back to Milan. Oh, yeah. At what, 40, 39. So this is not something that, you know, is, is insane to happen. Portugal. I, I think he took the best final. So, yeah. Portugal are favorites. Not favorites. Probably will be named favorites to win the 2026 Euros. 100%. I mean, uh, 2024 Euros. And then. Euros. And then. 2026 World Cup. It's only four years from now, man. Not even three and yeah, a half. Yeah, listen. Uh, so, 20, 20, 20, uh, the World Cup is, is, is far-fetched. I do think Ronaldo's goal is to play in Euros, and I think he will play in Euros. So, what I think it kind of makes sense for him to go to Saudi Arabia, get $200 million a year, and be able to probably score a lot of goals and get that confidence back and get that form back to eventually come back to Europe, in my opinion. That's what I think. And I think he should have done that, and he did do it. So, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, now they're saying him, or, him and Jorge Mendes have a falling out. You know, that's kind of um, tricky. Tricky in, in that. Uh, you know, Jorge Mendes is somebody that's been loyal to Ronaldo for many, many years. Has defended him and has helped him tremendously. And to see that happen, it kind of, kind of rubs me the wrong way. Uh, like I said, I think Ronaldo has been, has made, has been doing a lot of the wrong things the last couple of months. Uh, I do think, you know, in in the last summer, I think we talked about it. I think Ronaldo wanted to leave, but nobody wanted him. At least a big club didn't want him. Uh, and also this, and it's been it's been more evident now. Obviously, you know, he had a fucking disgusting form for club and country and it, it probably compounded on that but I do think Ronaldo's move to Saudi Arabia isn't as bad as people make it out to see I don't and, it's, it's uh, so it just, far from bad bro it's not bad at all it, what I will say though is Ronaldo came out and attacked United and everybody and said the standards, how I want to win and do this and I want to do that. To just go to Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? But you got to remember. Well, he was in a fucking and, interview um, like, so like last month saying we'll that I would never go to Saudi Arabia. Right we'll now. see what the future holds for Ronaldo. And we'll, we'll go from there. Ahmed, he, he did say that in an interview. But times change. And I also think there's a factor here. People are excluding his son. I think his son is going to get thrown into a first team at like 15 years old in Saudi Arabia and get a lot of experience there. 
I think Ronaldo honestly, has that in the back of his mind, and that's a good fucking move. A it really is better. Guy. I'm sorry. I don't know how good Ronaldo Jr. is or whatever. I don't think he's he's good enough to be playing at Manchester United's youth academy or at Juventus' youth, youth academy. Well, I don't know about so that. So it could be better. I don't know how good he is. I don't know if he's, really I don't know if he's, he's good enough to play for the first team, sure, or the U23s at 15, but I'm sure he's good enough to play for the U15s of Man United. He's definitely good, bro. And they, like right. he played for Man United. Obviously, his dad probably held weight in that. He did. But like Obviously. either way, like bro, now he has like Ronaldo's getting Mbappe treatment in Saudi Arabia. He's his son will break through into the team next year. No, for sure, hundred percent. Like, but 100%. I think it's better for his development. Easily, you know? way for the better. Quality better. not to be insane, and to go to work out, work his way up Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I do believe that. So. so we'll see. And I do agree about that thing. He's going to get, oh, my God, he's going to be treated like a god there. God there. And this is somebody, Ronaldo's been in, he has big influence in Saudi Arabia. He's been to Saudi Arabia a lot. He knows a lot, a lot of guys. For a guy, uh, there's a lot of money there. And he's a smart guy. Ronaldo's a smart business guy. And he took the best business decision. And I think in the long run, it could potentially work out for him. I think he can. I, I do not rule out Ronaldo coming back to you in some shape and form. So, Ahmed, odds on Ronaldo converting to Islam? Inshallah. <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That's next up. Uh, what else? Ahmed, I think you wanted to talk to us about Bayern transfers. I don't know what's uh, going on. There. Actually, right, yo, uh, let me go get a pillow and knock out. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm sorry that we're not Manchester United, you know, and we're not linked to some eight year old somewhere in Africa right now, but, um, it's it's all cool. Uh, I mean that that's only because your club is racist. Oh, Bayern Munich! It's, everybody, I want you to go search up right now Bayern Munich badge nineteen forty three. Go ahead, bro. You you are like a real life robot, bro. <laughs> you are so weird. Like you actually like tweet in real life. You know, <laughs> or whatever. Tweet in, yo, acting like you are on Twitter in real life is insane behavior. That's what he's doing right now, bro. Saying saying some nonsense about like first of all, if you know anything about Bayern Munich and back then, you know the true history. But whatever. Um, true history is hilarious. You know the true history. <laughs> Manchester United fan, bro. What can no, I say, bro? I mean, I mean, you're only not wrong. If we're being honest, I'm not, I'm not also- gonna I'm not gonna talk about this stuff <laughs> right now, bro. But um, anyways, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say, uh, obviously, you know, Neuer, uh, nasty injury, skiing, uh, out for the season. So, Bayern Munich, if they want any chance, obviously in the Champions League, they cannot, you know, go out there with uh, fucking seven Ulrich, who you saw what he did in twenty seventeen, whatever it was, like, still bothers me to this day, but whatever. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, first we're linked to, uh, uh guy from Sevilla, uh, the Moroccan goalkeeper, Bono. Um, also talks with, uh, I believe, Navas. All, all that was false. Jan Sommer is the guy that we're going to go get. Swiss Mass. Uh, he's, he's older, but I mean, talk about a, a guy a guy that Bayern uh, fans should know all about. Uh, this guy is the greatest goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life when he plays against Bayern Munich. So, so um, he's, 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 he's a good goalkeeper. Obviously, better than what we got 
right now um and uh, you know uh for from like it's like five million dollars uh or like five million whatever if it's euros or whatever it is which is you know a pretty good price tag for a guy um so yeah i think uh if they want any chance they got to bring him in um a lot of talks about a striker about the kid from frankfurt still very young there's a hundred million dollar price tag on his head which is crazy I don't know about all that. Um, I mean, I'd rather go get you know Harry Kane if if we can get him even at that price. Um, I don't know. I mean, they came from Frankfurt. We talk about like like a guy who who fits Nagelsmann. Not a lot of strikers or forwards that can play like him. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what Bayern Munich does. Uh, I was gonna talk about Enzo also. Uh, obviously he was linked with Chelsea heavily. Uh, they said that they rejected his first offer. They uh, I mean, first of all, they were talking about 120, like fucking 120 million. Then, then it went down to 75, 85. So I don't even know what the price is now for for him. Uh, they said regardless, they said 80 listen, million was the most. Fabrizio said 85 well, million was the. Cap. Everybody wants to like, like Enzo's a good, a damn good player. People, people knew once Benfica signed him, like they knew what they were doing. As soon as they, uh, yeah. they got the money from Liverpool for Nunes. They immediately got this kid, and they knew that he's gonna fucking bring us like a ridiculous amount of money. But 120 million, even like 85, like he's a 60 million dollar uh fucking player, especially for Chelsea. Like I mean, I mean Chelsea, like they'll just spend whatever it is to get the player. Um, they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Talk about scouting and all this. Like they just sign any player that that Real Madrid or Bayern Munich or anybody wants. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um. Any news with uh Manchester United? I don't Not know. Really. I don't any news. Um, crazy, which is crazy. Listen. I was gonna say yeah. um, just before you go. Obviously, Arsenal talking to, about the about the kid from Ukraine. Now there's like a crazy price tag on him, so I don't know if that's gonna happen. But obviously, Dude, obviously, obviously, obviously he might go to Chelsea. No, no, most. No, I think it's 80, 80 million plus now. Oh, for the player, I think Mark he's a fantastic fuck. player, and the player already wants to come to a club. It should not be. Yeah. That much. I mean, that's that's bad. Uh, that's bad from Arsenal's side. But yeah. Yeah. It makes sense, United. Um. Yeah. Overall, you know, the January is a weird time to make transfers. The striker. Uh, I think it's it, it it's a weird time, but also it's a time that good clubs can take advantage of. Uh, I like to bring up, you know, Dortmund, when they brought in Holland in January. Uh, cool. City bring in Julian Alvarez. Uh, Liverpool bringing in a guy like Luis Diaz, a guy like Van Dyke in January. So mm-hmm. you, you can do a lot of good things in January, especially if you're a team that is so close to contending for something and you have a great team, you just need that last piece. You get a job done in, in January. So it, 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 the trans window is weird right now. Of course, you have a lot of uh, – it's tough to make deals. It, it, it is tough to make deals. Um, you look at all these clubs. You look at Chelsea Enzo. That might fall apart. You talk about the Ukrainian kid in Ch- uh, Arsenal. That might fall apart. Uh, you look at Liverpool getting Jacpo and badly wanting a midfielder, and that's probably not going to happen. You look at United need their striker, and it's a lot of the options are not that good. Uh, I'll take it. Um, so it, it it is a weird time. But talking about United specifically, obviously we're looking for a striker. Talks about Jao Felix. Jeff Felix is a weird deal because I think they want six million for his his contract, plus a six million loan fee. So, 
that's that's ridiculous for a guy alone. Then they also want a option to buy just for the rest of the season. That's it's well, insane. It's 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 insane. It's 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 rightfully so. We don't want. I would love to Joe Felix. I think he's an incredible player. I think to have him this year to see how he does to potentially go for him in the summer that would be amazing. Uh, I do also think that this guy doesn't need to be a number nine for us. I can also see a scenario where Bruno Fernandez potentially could be sold. You know, I can see a scenario where that happens. You know, will it happen sooner rather than later? I don't know. It but should it, happen. It's, by it's, the it's way. A, Chelsea was spending like that dude needs two hundred million on. Uh, I think I think Bruno's an amazing player. I think he's a, a borderline world class player. I think he's one of the best midfielders in the world. You know, I I would say he's a world class player. Uh, I think just stylistically compare him with uh with uh with Ten Hag how he wants to play. I think it, it, it he just doesn't match up. I think long term he won't be here. That's just my opinion. I think keeping him now for as we're trying to build something, as we're trying to understand the style that Ten Hag wants to play. I think you need a guy like Bruno Fernandez that has the quality to win his games, and he has shown us, and he has done that this season. So. But was, that's not really, you know, it's not something that we're going to do in January. I mean, I think there's a lot of options that are all right. You know, I like the pie. I wouldn't mind the pie. I think I would have took him in the summer. I think he makes a good sense loan deal for the rest of the year just to see what happens with that. Uh, you know, Marcus Duram would be amazing. I think he's free at oh, the end of the year. I think, I think bid like 15 million, get him now, work on his contract later. I think he's an amazing player. I think he suits the style. Uh, he'll be cheap, and it wouldn't rule us out from getting another nine in the in the summer. And then you have guys like uh, Murata. I like Murata. <laughs> Stop uh, it, bro. Nah, Murata's not I bad. I don't mind Murata. Murata's not bad. He's not bad. He's I think he'll do good. Scores he'll get his goals. Sometimes. He gives an options. Come on, bro. You know, I'll take that. Uh, in January, considering with the options, I'll take the guy, uh, Chupamote. I'll take uh, him all Chupamote is a, he's a great football. player. He's a great player. I think he'll be amazing for us. So, realistically, I don't think United do a lot of uh, don't really do anything much. If we bring in striker, I'd be surprised. But uh, overall, I mean, the team is playing good. You know, bro, shout uh, out, bro. You guys uh, are only like what, like two points behind second? Two points off second. We're, of we're nine nine points off play. first, then we we play City and yeah. Arsenal back to back. Yeah, and those games are big. That's a big game. If we can get four points out of that. I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take that. I'll take bro, four if, points if out of we, those two teams. If we beat Arsenal and draw to City, we're in the title race, bro. I'll take that. Hundred percent. You're in the title race and... right now. That's how it is. For yeah, sure. that's sure. in technical terms we are, but like no, six six points six points behind first with head to head beating Arsenal, like that's title race yeah. is getting serious. Big, like hello, big, wake up, we we can win the league. So okay, I think I think credit, bro, like Manchester United fans. Need to right now look at like especially like like listen Arsenal fantastic season I saw this coming like I knew Arsenal were this good in my opinion Manchester United had to be looking at this be like yo this is like like we gotta go for it sign the striker sign yeah, sign Teron or I whoever whoever you gotta but, bring in <laughs> this is it listen you're right you're right no no you're right you're right uh I think I think the club's at a weird point right now uh because I so feel weird. like. The Glazers are 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 looking to sell the club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you want yeah. them to put out big money to eventually sell the club. I don't think that yeah. happens unless you know, 
unless we already have an owner ready. And the guy's telling him, you know what, buy the guy now because I want him. I'll pay you back. Spend that money. <laughs> but obviously it doesn't look like that. Uh, you look at Jackpot to Liverpool, clear, there's clearly a restriction for how much we are going to spend in January. And so I don't think that's the case. But listen, I agree. I think United are there. They could clearly win, uh, be there for the title. And I would spend big money to do that. Like I said, take advantage of it. Uh, but we're in a weird time. Not a lot of options. Striker market has been bad. We said it last year. The striker market is not that good. And uh, it's just a weird. It's a weird time. You know, obviously Ronaldo, the whole Ronaldo situation has put us in a bad, bad place. We expect Ronaldo to be here. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just an unfortunate situation between him and the club and this and that. And credit to Ten Hag. He's 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 the one, man. He's the fucking one. And even though if we get top four, if we're close to first or second, if we finish third, I I said before the season, I believe there's a, there's there's a fucking timeline where we finish third. You know, I I Liverpool down downfall was not surprising to me. I think that Liverpool were were gonna like last year they weren't that good. They barely got into top four. You can make the case if Alisson doesn't score a fucking goal, Definitely. they're not in the top four. You get what I'm saying? And uh, so we'll see. We'll see. And uh, Liverpool, you know, Arsenal are playing amazing. And um, well, Newcastle. Credit to Ten Hag. I think Newcastle's there right there. I think they're here. They're with the owners. They are fucking here. And it's, it's scary to Eddie see Howe, that. Bro. And it's becoming. And he was a good, good fucking manager. Yoni was was a big fan of him. I was a big fan of him also when he was in Bournemouth. Uh, I just didn't think I just didn't think he was capable of managing a big club. But not for nothing, Newcastle. Uh, are not a big club. I mean, the expectations are not as big as they are for you know, our man or Chelsea oh, or United right or Liverpool. Yeah, so he's doing great for what he's being given, and um, you know, credit to Ten Hag if we get a top four finish. With all momentum, maybe get a trophy if you. We sell the club. I think we, we, we'll be... We're back. That really does we're sound funny back. when you say it like that. Yeah. We sell the club. <laughs> Yo, listen. Glaciers, if we funny, sell... Funny, funny club, bro. a money. Go fucking come, please. I don't give a... People talk about, like, morals and shit like that. Like, oh, look at these guys. Oil money. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea threw out the window. I don't give a fuck. Uh, like, that, I don't give Russian... a fuck. No, Manchester United. Give me. Everybody. Newcastle are going to take over the world. Yeah. It's time. Give me A-Rap money. Now. Manchester United. Manchester now. United. Manchester United with A-Rap money is not fair. It's almost like if, if they bought Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yeah. Barcelona. Even PSG, like, with, like. It's it's almost unfair. Look at like well they got Mbappe, Messi, and 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 Neymar, and it's PSG, bro. What the fuck has PSG ever done? You know. I said this Imagine to some Mrs. people. Like with crazy money. Oh my god. United, United, from financial fair play rules, this can spend two hundred million a transfer window. That that's how much they can spend, and nothing, and they can't say nothing about that. Imagine that. Obviously, you know, City, Newcastle, all these teams, PSG even back then, you know, their fan base is not. United have one of the biggest fan bases in marketing and financials, financials in England. In the world. In the world. No, no, yeah, for sure. But definitely 200 million this season. Imagine that. 
So when these people talk about motherfuckers, give me give me the fucking ABAM money now. So we're sleepy giants. I try to tell people, and it's looking good. And Ten Hag is fucking the guy. Ten Hag right on me. It's like the Knicks with LeBron. It just wouldn't be fair, you know? Yeah, I don't know about that. It wouldn't be fair. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, We'll catch you guys next time. And peace out.